My little brother's friends have been camped out at our place for two days straight. Three. It's because of the Xfinity 10G network. Internet that can handle a house full of screens at once, with like basically no interruptions. And it's only getting faster. When I was their age, internet like this was a pipe dream. You sound like my grandpa. Please go home. Introducing the next generation 10G network, only from Xfinity. Restrictions apply, not available in all areas. Welcome to the Green Industry Podcast. This show is all about helping lawn care and landscape professionals take their businesses to the next level. Join us as we chat with green industry leaders to discover best practices and practical strategies to maximize profits. Now, here's your host, Paul Jamison. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Green Industry Podcast. I am your host, Paul Jamison. Today, we got an important conversation that I'm looking forward to having, and that is about saving money. It's not the sexiest topic, but it is very, very important. I know we got listeners all over the world and climates are different, but the majority of folks that listen to this show, there's a few months of the year where because of the climate, the demand for our services just isn't that high. Here in Georgia, you know, everything kind of goes dormant in late November. By December, it's dormant until the spring, you know, in March and April. And so the, the demand for services in those months just isn't that high here. And I can't imagine in the Midwest and up in, you know, Michigan and Canada and Vancouver and places like that, that, uh, you know, it might even be longer of a kind of a winter. And so it's important that while the money's flowing on in, in the spring, in the summer, that we have a savings plan and then we actually execute on that plan. So that's going to be our conversation today. Thanks to the Hardscape Academy for sponsoring today's show. If you want more information about how to become a professional hardscaper, that link will be in the description of today's episode. Ladies and gentlemen, are you ready for GIE Plus Expo 2020? This year's expo is Wednesday, October the 21st through Friday, October 23rd in Louisville, Kentucky. Paul has you covered with 50% off your registration when you use the promo code PAUL or just click the link provided in today's show notes. Now your exclusive Expo Made Simple tip of the week. Welcome to Expo Made Simple, helpful advice for you to get the most out of the show. If you've ever wondered just how big the GIE Plus Expo is, let me tell you, it's massive. And I'm not just talking about the footprint. Sure, there's a lot of ground to cover, hundreds of exhibits inside, plus 20 acres outside where you can test equipment. But you'll also find a full slate of educational workshops to grow your business, a keynote, tree climbing demos, drones, and more. This may seem a little overwhelming to the first-timer, but here are a few suggestions to simplify things. First, check out the show website at gie-expo.com. Second, download the Go Expo app to see the schedule for all the show's features and events. You can also see who's exhibiting, create a must-see list, and plan your route to make the most of your time. Third, to get the biggest bang for your buck, consider attending all three days. Here are the show hours. On Wednesday, it's indoor exhibits for dealers and distributors only from 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. and all others from 3 p.m. to 7 p.m. On Thursday, indoor exhibits and outdoor demo areas are open from 9 to 5. Friday, the show is open from 9 to 2 inside and 9 to 1 outside. And don't forget, parking is free. Visit GIE-Expo.com to register today and be on the lookout for more tips from Expo Made Simple. 
It is going to be here before we know it. I had an awesome call today, kind of a surprise call from my buddy, Russell Skipper. Some of y'all know him. He does the fertilizer and weed control for my clients. And he called me out of the blue and I was like, what's up, Russell? And we get to talking and, you know, yeah, you going to GIE this year? I was like, of course. And he's like, you going? Yeah. I actually carpooled with him one year and uh, just a great guy, Russell Skipper. But it was, we we're just talking GIE strategy. Here it is, June, and we're already talking about what's your plan for GIE this year? Because the first few years you go, or maybe the first couple years you go, it's just so big and it's it's overwhelming. But then, you know, when you become a seasoned veteran like Russell Skipper, he's going with a purpose. He's telling me, yeah, he's like, I, I for the spring of next year, which will be spring of 2020, I got to buy a new piece of equipment. You know, these are fifteen, seventeen thousand dollars purchase for you know what he needs to purchase. So he's going to go and investigate and decide which route he's going to go and you know which one he's going to buy for the next spring. So it's just cool to hear kind of everyone's flavor of GIN. Of course, we chatted about how it's a big family reunion and how we're looking forward to seeing some of our uh, mutual friends. So I did want to mention, as we're going to talk about saving money for the winter fund today, you know, be be ahead of the game with uh, saving money for GIE. I just kind of wrote this down on a little yellow pad here because uh, somebody asked me the other day, like, hey, how much money should I save for GIE, Paul? I want to go for my first time. And uh, this is kind of what I jotted down. Let's say, and these are rough. I, I mean, these numbers can fluctuate and it depends. Are you coming from Australia, New Zealand, or are you coming from Georgia? <laughs> you know, I got a very short commute over there to Louisville, but I put down, hey, 300 bucks for your flight. And that could obviously fluctuate. 400 bucks for your hotel. Uh, that's two nights. You know, it's about 200 bucks a pop for most of the hotels there. 200 bucks for food and entertainment. You know, 100 bucks or so for miscellaneous and uh, ticket-wise, right now, the tickets are really early bird specials. And uh, with the promo code Paul, you'll get 50% off. So, you know, that can be, uh, that's a lower expense there, uh, especially if you get that ticket early. But, you know, that's just a, a rough estimate, $1,000. If you, if you want to set aside $1,000, maybe you have an awesome saw job or something, you just, you just bang it out, you can make a bunch of profit, you know, just set it. A thousand bucks. You open up a saving or you know savings or checking account and just call it GIE twenty twenty. You know and just set that, put that thousand bucks in there and know. Okay, I have this money is for my trip to GIE and and if you want to put more than a thousand bucks, that's kind of the shoestring budget to go. You know maybe you want to stay at the nicer hotel or you want to sit first class on the flight. You want to really, you know, wine and dine when you're there. I mean, you could always spend more than that. That's just kind of. Uh, you know, a, a realistic expectation because you don't want to you don't want to be getting close to the time to go and not have the money. But uh, it is a good time to save. But before we get into our conversation about the strategies of executing a plan for the winter fund, I did want to acknowledge kind of the elephant in the room. The last month or so, our show has blown up. And uh, I just wanted to, you know, personally take a moment and just say thank you to everyone. There's there's some of the OGs that have been listening from the early days. And, you know, we got our inside jokes from some of those funny moments early on. And we appreciate everyone who's been recently finding the show. But I just wanted to say thank you. I woke up this morning and Mike Michalowicz is one of my business heroes. And I was looking at the charts and our, our podcast was number 53 and his was number 52. And it was just weirding me out to see my name next to one of my business heroes and, and know like in the charts were like neck and neck. It was just like surreal. I called Mr. Producer and, you know, early in the morning and I was like, man, this is crazy. And we're just kind of celebrating together. But I just want to just say thank you to everyone because there would be, this success would not be possible 
if it wasn't for you guys listening, liking, sharing, reviewing, you know, the, you guys have made it happen. So we just are grateful. We're appreciative. We're thankful. We're excited. And I just wanted to take a moment and say thank you. And thank you to our guests who have been bringing it, man, this past week, you know, um, actually Mr. Producer and I were talking and he was like, you know, Paul, that Caleb Allman, that was so good. That episode, you, you almost had to just like slow down, get out a notebook and just start taking notes because the, the value that these guys are bringing to the show. And so we're very honored to have, you know, the guests that we've had and, and the value that they've brought, you know, Caleb sharing about loading and unloading and saving time with that and, and your fuel, you know, you, you don't want to have three employees in the truck and you're at the gas station. Like all the, all your fuel should always be topped off, you know, not on company time like that. And Nick Carlson sharing all those tips about, you know, being a data collection company. Don't, don't neglect ever getting a name, number, address, email, and keeping those all documented. Cause you never know, you know, if you sell your business one day, you want to sell it for the most you can. And his expertise about, you know, landscape enhancements and how to hit those high profit margins. And so we had a very uh, fun week around here and, uh, you know, very fun last few weeks and we're, we're riding the momentum. So just want to say thank you. You are listening to the Green Industry Podcast. Paul returns in just a moment. The hardscapeacademy.com is the place to go to become the next professional hardscaper. Check out Caleb Allman's How to Install Pavers and How to Install Retaining Walls Comprehensive Guides. You will learn all the techniques and information necessary to perform the installation of these features based on industry standards, including tips and tricks that Caleb has learned over the past 20 years of hardscaping. The courses are immediately available via online streaming for just $99 each. Go to the hardscapeacademy.com and that link is in today's show notes. Guys, let's talk about winter, shall we? And uh, saving for winter. I don't know about you, but I don't like the winter. I grew up in Ohio. It's cold. And uh, I busted out of there right when I graduated college and I came down to the south where it's nice and warm. But even down here, it can get a little chilly in the winter. And I just personally, I don't like working when it's cold. So that's even more incentive to save a bunch of money. So in the winter, we don't have to work. You know, if we have the money saved, maybe you have a hobby you want to do in the winter. Maybe you want to spend a lot of time with your family or you got a side hustle that you want to get going. The winter is an excellent time to do that. I was on a one-on-one call with somebody who lives in a colder climate, and uh, this person was asking me questions about, you know, how do I get into podcasting and YouTube and Instagram and all this social media? And I was telling them, you know, the folks that are crushing it make it look so easy, but if you really went behind the scenes of a, you know, a, a successful YouTuber or a successful podcaster or even a successful Instagrammer or whatnot, a lot of time goes into all that. And so I was telling this person... They were in their, they're in their first full year of lawn care and landscaping. And I said, listen, I said, those are great projects for the winter, you know, to, to binge, you know, watch or listen to podcasts about how to do social media well or whatever. And then those are things, those are great things to do when it's 12 degrees outside, you want to sit in your office and have a hot cup of coffee and become an expert at those things. But what I told this um, person who's in their first season, I said, listen, my friend, I said, if I were you, I would work, you know, June, July, and August from the time that sun pops up in the morning, you better be in your truck and out, 
out on the, you know, out on the way to your first property and working all day long, you know, deep into the late afternoon or early evening or some days, you know, maybe till dark 30 if necessary. But I said, I, I have one commission for you, my friend. And I said, I want to hear back from you on Labor Day that you have that winter fund fully fully funded. I said this is this is game time right now. Like this is crunch time. This is June, July, August. These are the months to be knocking it out of the park with high profit jobs and to, you know, be making as much profit as possible, as much money as possible and then doing the due diligence to save a lot of that for the winter fund. And it's always good to reinvest in marketing and reinvest in, you know, equipment for greater efficiency, but the, the a big part of our budgets in the summer should be to save for that winter fund. And, and where this particular person lives, it's it, the winter's harsh. I mean, it's, it's a harsh winter place. And so winter's long and you need more money uh, for the winter months. And so I just, uh, you know, I was just really, laser focused on on offering that advice to this particular person in the first year, you know, don't get distracted in the summer. I mean, it's good if you want to go out to the lake one weekend and have fun with your family, your buddies or whatever. Yeah, that's cool. Do that. But keep the goal in front of us that we need to make sure that our saving account for the winter is growing, you know, and, and on progress, on point, so that whatever your goal is for the winter fund, that you can accomplish that. And maybe you're listening and you're like, winter fund? I, I never even thought about that. And, you know, maybe you're in your first year, maybe you're not even in your first full year, you're just part-timer and you, you know, you got your regular job with your benefits and your full-time pay and you're thinking about starting a lawn care landscaping company. That's something you need to think about is when you do go full-time, you know, you're probably not going to be working in the winter unless you live, you know, in South Florida, you know, most of the other parts of the United States, and I don't know the climates in all the other countries, but most folks have months where, you know, the grass ain't growing and, and the jobs aren't happening. Or if it is, you got to go work in frigid cold weather. And I don't like working in the cold weather. So the best is to work when it's nice and save the money for the winter fund. So here's some mathematics, okay? If you got four months in your neck of the woods of winter, maybe December, January, February, March, or whatever your... Um, breakdown is on the climate. Let's say you're single and you just need 3000 a month to live off of. Well, 3000 a month times four months, that's 12000 So that's very doable in, in, in spring and summer that I'm going to save $12,000. And that, now that, that might be, you know, not going out to restaurants and bars and blowing your money in the summer, but that's very doable. Maybe you don't have a single life and a, you know, a, a lower household income, you know, um, household expenses throughout the winter. Maybe it's 5,000. Maybe you got a bunch of kids running around and a wife and a house and a mortgage and, and 5,000. It's, you know, I, I, my bills to run my household is 5,000 a month. Well, 5,000 a month, four months, you're looking at $20,000. So I don't know what that number is for you, whether you're single, whether you're married, how, how much your household budget is to operate in the winter, but I highly recommend, and I actually learned this from Johnny Moe in Pennsylvania. This is such valuable advice. He actually doesn't have his winter fund, you know, scheduled to be completed at the end of the season because most folks work through October. And some of us who live in the South, you can work all the way through November, perhaps even December. He's like, you know what? I'm not going to wait till the tail end of the year. I'm going to have my money that I need to save for my winter by 
Labor Day, which is, you know, I think the first weekend in uh, September or thereabouts. And he's like, every year by Labor Day, that amount that I need saved for the winter better be saved. And he's got the diligence and he sets the money aside and then boom, it's in there. And then he, you know, he has the the freedom of the winter, you know, of enjoying, you know, more time with his daughters and, and more time, you know, strategizing in his business and, and having that free time. I think he does some basketball coaching and stuff in the winter months and stuff like that. So, but we have those op- options. We have that flexibility when we're diligent in the summer. We're laser focused on charging the correct price so that our jobs are profitable. And then there's a discipline to set some of that money aside in that savings account. And I know at my credit union, you can just go online and you can actually nickname the account. So, you know, I can log into my bank account and actually see it says winter fund. And then you have a certain amount that, man, I want to have X amount of dollars saved by Labor Day, or maybe you want to have it saved by October 1st or whatever it is, but have a goal, have it in writing. And then, you know, let's get that money saved because that gives us a lot more options. And the money's powerful. When When you have it, it gives you more options. It gives you more opportunities. And the older I get, friends, the less I like working in cold weather. I just, I don't like doing it. And uh, I think it's very important that we put that plan in place so it doesn't come time, you know, where it's January and February and you're looking at the bank account and you're like, uh oh, we're in we're in trouble here. We can uh, avoid that by diligently working hard and saving while we're in these summer months and there's a high demand for our services. So I hope this has been helpful and encouraging to continue to crush it, but also, you know, be diligent to save for the days ahead. Winter is coming. I can guarantee it. And we want to make sure we got a fat, you know, fat, big gold pile of money sitting in the bank. So the uh, winter can be an enjoyable time. It can be a time for really, you know, family time. It can be a time of really planning for our business for the next season. And maybe you got a side hustle or a hobby you want to spend, you know, long hours on. Well, the winter can be a good time to do that if you have the finances to fund your household during those months. Well, I hope this has been helpful. We always need a little kick in the rear to make sure that we're staying on top of our savings for the winter. Hey, thanks again to the Hardscape Academy for sponsoring today's show. The link to the Hardscape Academy is in the description of today's program. And also, I'm going to put down there in the episode notes my rate increase letter. This is for existing customers. It's a clear way to communicate with them that there's going to be a little bump in their price. It's very important that our prices are, you know, as profitable as possible. And I feel as I've been doing a lot of coaching and talking with folks from all over that prices are still a little too low for so many folks. And so I really encourage you when you get a new job, you know, try a higher price and see what the customer says. You'll be surprised. And if everyone starts saying no, then you got your indicator. You kind of, you know, maybe need to scale the price back. But I feel like most people aren't charging enough. That's why you're everyone's saying yes, because <laughs> your price is too low. So anyway, when you have your existing customers and you want to increase their rate, we have a template. It's our rate increase letter that we personally email to. I personally email out to my customers and say, hey, Mrs. Jones, you know, here's the new rate. And we have it professionally uh, crafted 
crafted so that it's really for them, they're going to read it and be like, oh yeah, yeah, it makes sense. Paul's raising his price a little bit. And then you just rock and roll with the new rate. So that rate increase letter is in the episode notes, as well as the link to the 2020 GIE registration. And it actually supports the show when you guys use the promo code Paul, helps us out and it gets you 50% off, 50% off. So we're going to have that link down there as well. Thanks for listening, guys. Having a lot of fun. Make sure you scroll through today's show notes and we'll be back soon.